This is episode 251 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. This time I'm joined by Ralph Dangelmeyer, CEO and board member at bluesnap.com, and we break down the payment barriers in e-commerce and explore how global payment orchestration can enhance profitability. So let's dive right into it. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Have you heard about Partner Hero? They're experts in support on the e-commerce industry, known for their outstanding team-building skills. Their main pillars, quality, people, and culture makes them a great fit for your company. Learn more on partnerhero.com or click the link in the show notes. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz-building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they are seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today we want to dive into payment systems and break down how payment barriers in e-commerce might hinder you from making conversions, making more money, increase your profitability. Now, that's a huge topic. And I have with me Ralf Dangelmeier. He's the CEO and board member of bluesnap.com. He's a sought-after public speaker, broadcast commentator, and thought leader, having published numerous articles. He serves on the board of Bluesnap, ETA, Stonehill College, and formerly on the board of directors of Mineral Tree, which has had a successful exit to global payments in 2020. With over 30 years of experience in fintech and payments, he is at the storefront of e-commerce innovation, using his knowledge to raise capital and grow public and private companies. So Ralph has a huge background when it comes to payment systems, and that's what we're talking about today. So let's welcome onto the show. Hi, Ralph. How are you today? I'm doing great. Klaus, thanks for having me. Ralph, payments in e-commerce, that's a huge topic, and a lot of merchants have problems to understand how it actually works. There are so many parties involved in it. There's a technical part, there's a banking part, there's a payment processing part. Give me an idea what are the biggest challenges and misunderstandings merchants have when it comes to payments. It is understanding all the bits and bytes that you need to do to successfully accept a payment, whether it's online or using an invoice or maybe a marketplace. And then the different ways payments get processed properly or appropriately or efficiently in each one of the markets. So we help merchants sell in 198 different countries or to local in 47. We work with 35 banks around the world to localize transactions, which increases your authorization rates, lowers your cost. And you can do that in lots of currencies and payment types. And you've got to create your value-added services in each one of these. So trying to unpack that, understand that becomes extremely difficult, which is why I'm embracing sort of a newer term in the market of payment facilitation or PSPs, marketplaces called payment orchestration. So I think a key thing is how do you understand payment orchestration? What's right for you? I think having an orchestra behind that is a good example or a good picture on how it actually works. Now, most merchants, specifically when they on, go on Shopify, they start their business there, they start what they get basically in front of Shopify. 
Now, there is a lot of pitfalls in there when it comes to how cost of transaction, how many different payment options they can offer. Maybe we can break it a little bit down in these different parts and give me an understanding of what's actually involved to do a payment. And Shopify, great platform, really popular for selling things online. We're going to call that online selling more so than invoicing. Um, Shopify has done a lot of great connectivity to multiple payment providers around the world. And they really help you through how to set up your store and your storefront. I think where people need more assistance with Shopify is what is the best way to set up your payments? How do I set up payments in Germany or Argentina or Canada or Australia? That's most effective. We found clients coming to us with Shopify that really needed more guidance on the most effective way to do that. Shopify has, as you know, built in solution which I think works really well, particularly domestically, right? So in the country, but I don't know if it's optimized as well outside of the countries using all the payment types, using all the currencies, turning on and off the different compliance and fraud tools that you need in these countries, which is why they connect to a lot of people in the payment system. But again, the merchant has to figure it out more on their own than not. And I think that is really the challenge for the merchant is how to optimize when we talk about global, obviously there's different payment methods that people prefer in certain countries than in others. And as I said, it's on the side of the merchants to figure that out, which might be very, very difficult to do. So how we help you with that? Yeah. So well, what we tend to do with the merchant is we look at where are they, where are they based, where are they currently based? Maybe they're based in three or four countries. Where are their shoppers based? And then try to match their location with their shoppers as much as possible. So keep the transaction in the country and where possible, present the local payment type because there's people that like the Dutch, they like to use LDL for certain online transactions. The Germans like to use real-time payments for certain transactions. And they sort of go against the card brands as a general rule for certain transactions. So you need to serve them the checkout page that matches their currency, their payment method, and keep the cost down and keep your conversions high. So as you brought up in the very beginning of your podcast, how do you make more money and reduce your cost? We localize the transaction. A lot of those transactions that are localized, A, are safer, so there's less risk, and B, you're going to get a higher authorization rate, and C, uh, a lot of these countries have imposed regulations on the card networks that they're capped on their fees. So by nature, those fees are cheaper. When you cross a border with the transaction, Germany, United States, Argentina, you inevitably hit a couple more things. There's more risk in the transaction. The transaction doesn't go through as well. The second thing is the transaction is higher because it's not really a regulator regulating German and, 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 and American payments. The other thing is it may not settle in the currency that your shoppers familiar with. So they get a little confused on what they're really paying for, say, back on the transaction. So these are just some of the tips that we tend to do spend time with the client and say, like, this is really what we think is the best practice for setting up and accepting payments in this geography where your shoppers are located. Now, there's different levels to it. Obviously, you have the technical level where you connect your store to whatever payment gateway is there to whatever bank is behind that. Then you have the, the legal part of it. That's the authorization and to become a client. All these things take some time to set it up and obviously you need to have the right knowledge. 
give me an example, like for instance, you are based in the United States, you want to sell in, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. What's the process to get it up and running? We have one integration to a series of APIs, which is the same across all the countries. What's different is the, what we call the application, the merchant application. The merchant has to apply for a call a bank account using multiple applications. Uh, we can one hold the company with multiple legal entities to set up these internal bank accounts on, on behalf of the clients as we're moving the money. And then once that happens, they will have access in their APIs to appropriately drop the correct payment type currency or value-added services on the checkout page and apply to the shopper. We'll use a Germany's example here. That's the most effective way for them to check out. So there's a two-step process, right? There's a technical integration, which is very consistent. And then there's the physical application. It's all online. It's all done digitally, but there's still a presence that you have to go through where there's a verification of the legal entity and the bank accounts and all those things that we do. And then we pay out to wherever that bank account may happen to be in those countries. Let's dive a little bit deeper into payment authorization. If you do cross-border payments, a lot of alarm bells go off. Fraud protection, credit cards are not being accepted. People getting a notice that some strange country, foreign country wants to take money from your credit card. Um, I have experienced that in my own shop. How do you prevent this? So what we always try to do is we always try to keep that transaction local. Because if you think about it, if the sharpers in Argentina or Germany, United States, they're using a local bank, a card issued, debit or credit card issued in that local bank. If that local bank sees a card locally, it tends to give it a higher auth rate. So we're seeing usually well over 95% auth rates when transactions are domestic. When transactions are cross-border, so an Argentinian card or German issued card goes to the United States, that authorization can drop anywhere from five to 30%. It's just like you said, because there's rules put in by the issuer, maybe Deutsche Bank put a rule in and said, geez, Klaus has never bought anything from Canada. Maybe you're going to Canada next week for holidays and you wanted to buy maple syrup and you're online buying maple syrup. They say, you've never done this before. It's so willing to decline the transaction, right? So these are the kind of things that cause auth rate issues and cause higher cost issues. So you got to really dig into each one of these with examples. And this is what we tend to do with our customers. We have tons of examples of customers who started domestically, went internationally, and then we set them up in the national choirs and the auth rates went up anywhere from two to 30%, depending on what kind of business they were doing or what kind of payment types they were taking. So it's, you have amazing success by putting some analytics into this. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. As a prominent player in the e-commerce support arena, Partner Hero specializes in delivering personalized customer experience solutions. With a clear focus on helping you not just meet but exceed your goals and requirements, they have become experts in e-commerce support. Their commitment to tailoring solutions to your unique needs ensures that your support experience is nothing short of exceptional. Partner Hero is more than a CX company. They are your partner in success. Visit their website and learn more on partnerhero.com. 
Let's take a moment to spotlight Lantern, not just another app, but the highlight of quiz building expertise. Imagine a digital guiding light artfully steering your eager shoppers through interactive quizzes titled just for them. Lantern offers more than direction. It's an insight gatherer capturing valuable data from every user response. This isn't merely about quizzes, but understanding, adapting and curating a shopping experience so personal, so refined that each visitor feels like the journey was crafted solely for them. Dive into the world of personalized e-commerce and watch as every browser transforms into a satisfied customer. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. Keyword analytics reporting. What kind of support do you do I get from BlueSnap to understand where are my payments coming from? Is there a recharge management in there? How does that work? A couple of things. Number one is we'll start with the reports. We, we have a hundred reports and you create all your own reports on top of that. Within those 100 reports, we're giving you some of the basic things like sales, currencies, payouts, all those things everybody does. But we've added a couple of neat things in the reports. And they feel like, we can tell you the authorization by your product SKUs, by your countries, by your card issuers. We can tell you by dollar. So you can realize, so geez, maybe when I charge $99 versus $100, I have a 95% success rate. When I charge $100, I might have an 80% success rate. So you can get down to that level of detail that helps you effectively price your product as well. The other thing we're doing is we're showing you locally the success of your cards versus cross-border. So that's why we have these statistics because that reporting is critical. And the last thing I think we do that's a little different is we give you fraud statistics. How many times we think fraudulent cards were coming in. I know as we were talking earlier, you said you should live in South Africa. Well, I'm just going to pick on South Africa just for a second. But maybe people from South Africa, they're going through a big change down there. So all of a sudden, some of the people might be committing a little more fraud. And so you're seeing card testing going on. So now you know that there's a little more fraud ticked up in South Africa. So what you need to do is more careful in what you're going to sell and how you're going to ship products in South Africa. Maybe you're going to change your behavior of how you ship or buy and sell goods online. But all of this data is sitting at your tips. You can analyze it, create the optimal situation for your business. I've never heard about so, such a granular reporting on payments. Usually the reporting that you get from your payment gateway provider is uh, very little. <laughs> and yeah. only if something goes wrong, then you get a message from them. So a completely different approach there. I like that. Where are the biggest cost savings using BlueSnap compared to the traditional way to do a, a payment setup? Well, look at BlueSnap has done a great job of providing a global and domestic platform. We pledge that if we can't figure out a way to save you money when you convert from your bank, or maybe you convert from what I'm going to call more of a startup platform like Stripe or PayPal, then you're not going to convert to us. So we have to provide you that value-added service of the ROI because you're just not going to convert because you feel like it. You have to show your conversions will go up, your costs are going to go down. I'm not going to say every single time, but most of the time we work with a client, there's a little ROI spreadsheet that shows you're saving 10,000 a month, 50,000 a month, 100,000 a month as you're making this migration because that's the only reason that you should reinvest. And generally, our customers are people that are already processing payments today. So generally work with startups. So mm -hmm. that way we can really put a marker down on how to help them with an ROI. Okay. Brings it to the questions. You just mentioned it's startups. Who's your perfect customer? Are there specific verticals, industries or niches that you work more with? We don't have like a perfect vertical. We're generalists, but we do have we work really well with people that immediately can be global, SaaS companies, retail companies, 
charities, education, manufacturing, those guys tend to fall into blue snap. So that's sort of a good verticals for us because they're selling globally, they're doing online and they're doing invoicing. Those are good verticals. We tend to like businesses that already have millions of dollars in processing today because we can benchmark where it goes. And then it goes up to some of the biggest clients in the world. We do business with people like Schneider Electric or Germany, France, big electric company. We do business with Ford Motor Car. We do business with people like Edible Arrangements, big French conglomerate called Argonne. So we have a lot of pretty big clients as well, but I do think that underserved pieces of the market would be more in the middle. It's the person that's got their foot in the ground and taking the next level of growth. And SMB going to mid-market, mid-market going large cap. Um, domestically is very good, but, but internationally is great. How does the onboarding process look like? How much time do I need to invest? What are the steps there? The, there's two ways to, to connect to Blue Snap. One is you're on a platform that's a plugin. So that's simple configuration, or you may want to connect to us directly to an API. Now that's a two or three week effort. Once we get your merchant application, we have an automatic onboarding tool that boards you immediately to the bank that best suits your business type, your dollar ticket, and the countries you're selling it. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like real space engine. Okay. So as a merchant. Are there any kind of homework that I need to do before I approach you? Well, it's funny you say that. We have an incredible website, got 800 pages on it. It might seem overwhelming, but it's really full of content on how to best serve these markets. So we always like it when people would actually explore the website, read about things that they want to do, understand some of it, because it just helps go quicker. If you've never looked at a website, if you're trying to sell outside of your domestic country, and you never look at the website, You're not going to know what your options are in in Germany or in Netherlands or England or Canada or Australia. So we find that we got to stop and educate people. So I find that that's something to do a little homework ahead of time is always a great idea. So our best customers spend maybe half of the research already on the website and then maybe the other half of their time evaluating, working with us directly. Yeah, it definitely helps to have a a basic understanding on what you're looking for. (laughs) I think that speeds up the process. Before we come to the end of the coffee break today, is there anything that you want to share with the listeners that we haven't covered yet? No, but I forgot my cup of coffee, Klaus. Now that I think about that, darn. (laughs) No, I think you did a really good job articulating all the little things to grow your business domestically and internationally. And I think the only other point that we should make is that some people use two systems, one for online selling and one for invoicing. And our whole story is you shouldn't need two payment providers. You should be able to really get to one. And this is what payment orchestration is really lead us to. This is really the beginning of a journey for almost all payment providers to become a payment orchestration provider to their merchants. Yeah, definitely a very awesome solution you have there. I have set up in my professional past a couple of payment systems. For businesses that I was running, it was always a pain in the neck. That's so much more straightforward what you have to offer at bluesnap.com. Before we leave, tell me a little bit about the pricing. How does that work? Well, our pricing is really based on your volume. So we have an interchange plus model and it's just tiered off what your volume is. Price for 100 million, price for 50 million, price for 10 million per month. And then the same works for the alternate payment method. So it's really competitive. Generally in that time, we're competing with the banks because some of the providers that help smaller businesses don't really have that price. It's kind of like one price suits all. And that doesn't really work anymore for the growing dynamic businesses. Okay. Where can people find out more about you guys? Bluestaff.com. 
great website, lots of contacts, tons of white papers, great case studies, lots of great stories about our fantastic customer base. And we look forward to you visiting there. Cool. I will put the link in the show notes and you just want to click away. Rob, thanks so much for the time today. I think there was a lot of good golden nuggets in there and a lot of insights on how to optimize the payments for your business. And I hope a lot of people will check it out. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, Klaus here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Before you go, I'd like to ask two things from you. First, please help me with the algorithm so I can bring more impactful guests on the show. It will make it also easier for others to discover the podcast. Simply like, comment and subscribe in the app you're using to listen to the podcast and even better if you could leave a rating. Secondly, please take a moment to check out today's episode sponsors. They play a crucial role in keeping the show and our newsletter available to you for free. Thanks again and I catch you in the next episode. Have a good one. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz-building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they are seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. Have you heard about Partner Hero? They're experts in support on the e-commerce industry, known for their outstanding team-building skills. Their main pillars, quality, people and culture, makes them a great fit for your company. Learn more on partnerhero.com or click the link in the show notes.